This is Gemara M'sachim Daf Samochez. We conclude today the parak Tamin Ishcha. Today's year should be a special schos. Rafua Shleimah for Chayim Mitzvah Moshe Ben Esther Rezel. Should have a complete recovery. Baruch Hashem, they've been hearing some progress. We're hoping this schos of the entire Chavura learning and concluding this parak of Tamin Ishchat should be a schos for complete Rafua. Of course, what are Chayim Chayim Mitzvah and Malki Demir Ben Ikir Men Mevego Mechilis Yipur Mastatid Yehuva Chayim Ben Sar Shlomosiv Ben Rezel Sar Bas Kenem Dito Bas Yim Mas Chayim Sar Yisiel Ben Mindel Eliezer Pesadish Shavalei Shlomo Bas Nami. We pick it up in the bottom of Samoch Dalid Omid Beis, about eight lines from the bottom, two dots, says the Gemara. We're in the middle of the process of the carbon Pesach. We're going to conclude that process today. So we said that the Kayin that's closest to the Mizbech does the Zrika, he sprinkles the blood of the carbon Pesach on the Mizbech. Says the Gemara, Man Tana Pesach Zrika. Who's this Tana that holds you to Zrika by the carbon Pesach? Amar Avchisto? Rav Yosi Aglili. He did Tana, he learned to the race. Rav Yosi Aglili. Amar says Rav Yosi Aglili. Says Rav Yosi Aglili. The Pasuk says with regard to Bechar. As Damam Tizraik Al Mizbech. Their blood. Damam. Should be sprinkled on the Mizbech. Ves Chalvam. Their fats Taktir. Should be burnt. Says the Gemara. Says Rav Yosi Aglili. He learns. Damai Loi Namar. It doesn't say its blood. El Damam. Rather their blood in plural. Chalvai Loi Namar. It doesn't say its fats. El Chalvam. Rather their fats. Made, what does it teach me? Al Bachar and the Bachar, which is what the Pasik is referring to. U Maiser, U Pesach, and Maiser, and as well the Karba Pesach, which are all Kachim Kalim, Shein, Tunim, Matan, Damim. They all required putting the blood, Ve'imurim, and burning the limbs, like Abim Mizbech on the Mizbech. So the Rebekah for burning, for sprinkling, I'm sorry, the blood and the carbon Pesach is learned out from Bechar, says the Rebbe Yisrael Menolim the Te'un Yisoid. How do we know that the blood is placed on the Yisoid, on the foundation of the Zbech, on Rebbe Lazar, Asi Yisrika, Zrika Mi'ayla, we learn out from the Zrika that is by the Oilak. Sibach says over here, as Damon Tizrik on Mizbech, their blood should be sprinkled on the Mizbech. Sibach says over there, Vizar Kubani Aaron Akayanim as Damoy al Mizbech. And the children of Aaron sprinkled their blood on the Mizbech. Saviv around Ma Oila. So just like the second Pasuk is referring to the Oila. Tunin Yisoid. It says you did it Saviv around. We know that that means Yisoid, like the Gemara is about to explain. Afesachnami to on Yisoid. So to the Karma Pesach has to well be. On the aside, on the foundation of the Mizbech. But how the Gemara says, we look Gufa Menalin. How do we know? Top of Samachayim and Aleph. How do we know that the Ayla needs to be on the aside of the Mizbech? On our cross, says the Gemara. Al Yisayin Mizbech Ayla Al Ma'ila Tun Yisayin. That's what we know that the Ayla has to be by the aside. Once we know the Ayla has to be by the aside, therefore the Gemara is teaching us. As well, that the carbon Pesach, Bachar, etc., have to as well be on the east side. Says the Gemara. So, again, we learned that the carbon Pesach needs to have Zrika from the Bachar, and we learned it's on the east side from Oila. Says the Gemara, two lines down, we said in the Mishnah, there were three different groups. One group leaves, the second one comes in, the second one leaves, the third one comes in. Says the Gemara, Tana, we learned. He nikrais katatzlanis. That third group, the people who waited all the way to the end, they're called the lazy group. Says the Gemara. I understand. Very good. You're right. They were last. But what do you mean? We need them. We learned out when we started off this uh, discussion yesterday. We said that we learned out from the pasuk on the beginning of Samachtalim and Aleph. I'm sorry, in the beginning of Samachtalim and Beis, we said that we learned it out from the fact that the Torah calls it Kahal Aida Aida in Yisrael. Learned out there has to be three groups. So if there has to be three groups, someone's always going to be last. So why are you calling them Atzlanim? Why are you calling them lazy? Says the Gemara. 
And what else should they have done? They have to have a third group. Says the Gemara, important lesson in life on the fifth line. It's true, someone has to be last, but you don't have to be last. If you were last, you're the lazy one. They should have quickened themselves and been earlier. A similar concept, the world cannot exist without perfume merchant to blow bursty and without a tanner. Tanner, the person who deals with the highs, but says, Rebbe, Ashrei Mishim Nasam Basam. But praiseworthy is the one that takes the beautiful profession. I like Mishim Nasai Borsi, literally, because it's a stinky, a smelly profession. So says, Rebbe, it's true, the world needs it. But praiseworthy is one that chooses the good profession. And f- similarly, says, Rebbe, the world cannot exist without f- males. without females. But Ashrei Mi, but praiseworthy is the one, Shabbanav Zacharim, who has male children. I like Mishaban and the Kevai with female children. So we see this important rule that it's true, the world needs both. We have to always strive and try for that which is better. Says the Gemara, we said in the Mishnah, two dots, ten lines down, that that which they do during the week is like that which they do on Shabbos. And then we said that the one thing they did was that on Shabbos they used to open up the plug, let the water flush across the floor of the base Amigdash and wash away all the blood. And the Mishnah said, we're not happy with that. Says the Gemara, man, who are these Chachamim that were not happy? I'm Rav Chisla, Shlai Barat, and Rav Eliezer. It's the opinion of Rav Eliezer. Why? The Rabbanon Ami Shvasu. Of course, according to the Rabbanon, washing the floors in Israel, the Rabbanon, a Shvas. Vein Shvas, and Mikdash, there's no Israel Shvas, of course, in the base of Mikdash. Says where Mahi, what is this Machlaik as Rebbe and. What is this Machlaik as, I'm sorry, Rabbanon Rav Eliezer? With regard to washing the floor that we're learning, it's only according to Rav Eliezer. Tanya learned in Raisa. And this is a reminiscent of Gemara and Shabbos days. Echad achaylev, one who milks a cow, v'amachabeit, one who curdles the cheese, v'amagabeit, one who, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, curdles the milk, and magabeit is he's making into cheeses, the two different stages, kegregor, it's like a dried fig, v'amachabeit, one who sweeps, v'amemarbeit, one who sprinkles the water to get the dust to settle, v'areide chalos tavash, and you remove the honeycombs, v'shoyig v'shabes, chayiv, dinner, v'shoyig, v'chayiv, chatos, Hazen, if it's on purpose, beyantiv leikas arbayim, you get malkas and yantiv diver Rav Eliezer. Rav Eliezer learned it's an iser to erase all these things. Vechachamim oimrim no. Echadzev, echadzev, all this and this. Ain't no yelam yisham shvas to all the rabbanans. So what was one of the things? Sweeping and sprinkling the floors and cleaning the floors. So we see cleaning the floors according to Rav Eliezer is the raisa. Chacham is the rabbanan. Therefore says the Gemara, our Mishnah must be Rav Eliezer, and therefore that's why they weren't happy when they opened up the plug and let the water flush according to the floor. Ravashi Amir, no, if you look at Tamish Leibrot's Chacham, it could be that even the Chachamim, not only Rav Eliezer, but Rav Nasan, he, according to Rav Nasan, the Tanya Rav Nasan says, Rav Nasan, Aimer, Shvos, Sericha, Yitiru, Shvos, Eina, Sericha, Lo, Yitiru, important rule, we don't, not every Shvos, not every Dirabon, were they allowed to do in the base of Migdash, only the Shvosim that were important and necessary, but that which was not, was not. And therefore says the Gemara, it could be that even we're going to pinyin the Chachamim, but this was not necessary to wash the floors, and that's why they were not happy. Says the Gemara, Rav Yudah, So then we continue in the Mishnah, Rav Yudah said he used to take a cup, and fill it up with all the blood that was on the floor of the Beis HaMikdash, and do Zerika, and sprinkle that blood on the Mizbeach. We didn't really see why, which the Gemara now is going to explain to us right now. Says the Gemara, Tanya, we learned in a Raisa. Rav Yudah, Rav they were full of a cup with the blood of the mixture of the Taravis. Why? Let's say one of their bloods had spilled, meaning when someone was doing the Avaita, let's say they spilled their blood, they dropped the bucket and the blood's on the floor. 
If you don't do the zrika, we know the, the carbon is not kosher. So in order to save that potential person, they would go and they would scoop up the blood in order to help and be machshir and permit that carbon to make sure they get a little bit of the blood in order in case someone spilled it. Says the Gemara, How do you know that but the blood was not accepted in the cleave? There's four stages, let's remember. This is the shechita, the slaughter, the kabbalah, the catching of the blood, the ayalach of the walking, and the zrika, the sprinkling. So you're going to take the blood off the floor to fix the sprinkling problem. But how do you know there was a kabbalah? How do you know they caught the blood? Maybe what happened was is they did the shechita, and the blood went straight to the floor, and no one caught it at all. Minayadi. How do you know? How do you know that the case was where they caught it and then they dropped the bucket? Maybe the case was they didn't catch the blood at all. He says, no, no, you're right. You know what the case is? Perhaps they didn't catch it in the Kli and they're coming to save that person. So they responded, I'm sorry. So Amr Lahan, so if you the response, they also didn't say, I'm talking about a case where they caught it already. How do you know? How do you know, Rav Yudha? Why are you so convinced? Rav Yudha says, I'm asking to you. I'm not talking about helping everyone. We can't save everyone's day, but let's at least save the person that already caught the blood in the Kli. Says the Gemara. Further, Rav Yudha, how do you know that's the case? Says the Gemara. They're very careful, very quick. So it must be they already caught it and only fell afterwards. <laughs> Says Gemara, the obvious question. He's reason am I mishtafach? If they're very careful, very meticulous, so why are they dropping the bucket? Says Gemara, no, because they were so fast, that's the reason why it could be that they dropped it because they were too fast and things happen. Says Gemara, okay, fine. So granted, Rav Yudha, you just said, what's the case? They did the Shechita, they did the Kabbalah, they started the Halacha, boom, dropped the bucket. So you, Rav Yudha, want that every time they should go scoop up one extra cup of water? Why do the sprinkling? Just in case maybe there was a little bit of blood of that carbon and therefore to save that carbon. Ask the Gemara, Validama Tam says, there's two types of blood. Let's remind ourselves: is dama nefesh, which is the life blood, the blood that splurts forth after the shechita, which that is the blood you have to catch, and that is what you have to sprinkle. Then there's the trickle down blood that after the gush, then there's little trickles of the blood that flows down. So says the Gemara: What's on the floor? On the floor is all the blood, not just the blood of the life blood, also the dama tamsis, also that trickle blood, and it's all mixed together. And like Rashi says, you can have bottle. It's going to be mavatel. It's going to be nullified in all the blood on the floor. Says the Gemara, no, Rabbi Yudu, the time made Dama, Rabbi goes according to his reasoning that says, Dama Tamsis, Dama Aliyu, Rabbi Yudu holds. Dam Tamsis, you don't really need Dam Nefesh. You don't only need to have that gush. Even the trickle blood, that is good blood. The tiny, like we learned in Abraisa, Dam Tamsis, that generally, the, I'm sorry, the Chachamim hold, the trickle blood is only a lav. Rav Yudah says, no, that blood has a full fleshed in of Dam. And if you eat that blood, you get Kares. So says the Gemara, Rav Yudah is of the opinion that even the trickle blood, you get Kares. And therefore, according to Rav Yudah, you could scoop up the blood and you could go do the Zerika. Why is it not? nullified. It's not nullified because of you that says both dams are okay. Ask the Gemara, What do you mean? That was with regard to drinking the Isra of drinking blood. But with regard to getting the Kapara and a carbon, Rav Yudah agrees. That you can't get a Kapara, you cannot get atonement with the trickle blood. You need to have the real blood. The Pasuk says, With the dam, that is the nefesh, the life source. That's what gives you the long. Says the Gemara, Dam, Sha'a nefesh, only the blood that the soul goes out with 
the dama nefesh, the lifeblood, mechaber, dam sheina nefesh, yoitzaboy, eina mechaber. So we're up a creek, we're stuck, we've all this blood on the floor. The Mishnah said, scoop up a cup. Why are you scooping up a cup in case potentially someone dropped the cup and dropped it after they already caught it? And then you're going to go scoop it up and save them by doing this rika. Says the Gemara, what do you mean? Bittle. All the blood on the floor is going to nullify that little bit of lifeblood. Answers the Gemara, two lines down, Samchem and Beis. Elo Rav Yehuda Latayme Rav Yehuda goes according to his reasoning. Damar ein dam mivatel dam. Blood cannot nullify blood. Therefore, according to Rav Yehuda, since it's a mixture of dam and dam, blood with blood, it will not be mavatel, and therefore that's why you're going to save it by scooping it up from the floor. Says the Gemara. Tanya, we learned in a brayso three lines down. Samchem and Beis. Tanya, we learned in a brayso. According to your words, according to you, the Chachamim, that you don't hold it, they scoop up this blood from the floor. Why do they stop up the Azara? We spoke about the fact that there was a stream that went through the Azara. So what would they do? They would close it up. Why would they close it up? To make sure it was, it was really a canal, I should say. And they would close it up so the water doesn't come in. And then what would happen? All the blood from all the carbonates would sit on the floor and collect there. Then what would they do? They would open up and wash it off. It says, Rav Yehuda, the Chachamim, if you don't hold it, they would scoop up the blood. Why are they plugging up the hole just to make a bloody mess? Literally. Amrullah, the Chachamim said, no, was to give a wonderful praise to the Kayhanim. That they would walk till their knees with blood. That's how many carbonates the blood was all the way up to their knees. So they purposely stopped it up in order to show how wonderful the Kayhanim were. Says Gemara, what do you mean? But it's going to be a chatzitza. We know that Kayhanim are not allowed to have a chatzitza between themselves and the floor of the base of Mikdash. If they're standing on blood, there's a chatzitza. Says Gemara, no, lachu. It's a liquid. It's liquids aren't a chatzitza. Can it turn they go into the raisa? Hadam v'adiyoy v'achalov, blood, ink, and milk, v'advash, and honey, yeveshim when they're dry, chaitz, and they're chaitzit, so they're into position between the kayin and the floor. Lachem, but when they're moist, ain't chaitzin. Okay, very good. But says Mar, what do you mean? Vakam v'safsi manhayu. But the kayanim's clothing is going to get filthy. And utanana, we learned, ha'yibagadim v'tushtashim, v'avadavodasabzula. If the kayanim's clothing were dirty, these were the kayanim, these were the, you know, the warriors of the king. You're working in the king's palace in the base of Megdash. If your clothing gets dirty and you do that, avay, Psula, the avaita's bustle. So how are you purposely making blood? Now you're gonna make the ganim's clothing all dirty, and it's gonna bustle up the whole avaita. Tema says, maybe you'll tell me. They'll pull up their clothing, they'll pull up their tunic above their knees, so it doesn't get dirty. That the clothing is a fitted tunic. It's perfectly fitted, and therefore, what does it mean? It's perfectly fitted, meaning, and it has to be perfectly fitted that you have to keep your clothing down, you can't pull it up. Furthermore, the Mepharshim says, it's not just that you can't pull it up. They needed their hands for that voyage. So if they pulled it up, they would have to tie a belt or something to keep it up. And that you can't do. Says the Gemara, What are we talking about? When was the blood up to their knees, says the Gemara? When they were walking with the limbs up the ramp, that's not an So at that point, while they're walking up the ramp with all the limbs of the carbon Pesach, that's when the blood went all the way to the knees. And we're not concerned that the clothing is going to get dirty. Why? Because it's not an Avaidah. Is that true? It's not an Avaidah. 
Kahuna, the fact that the Kahanim had to be the ones to bring it up, Avaidahi, we see it is an Avaidah, the time going to the Raisa. Vekrava, Kain, as I call him, is Bechal. Kain serves all on the Mizbeach. Zuai Lechazevarim, the Kavis, this means carrying the limbs up the ramp, and that is part of Avaidah. So that means it has to be with the Kain, that means it's an Avaidah. Ella says, Mar, you're right, but Lechaz ate him the Maracha. It's referring to when they brought the wood to the Maracha, to the pyre on top of the Mizbeach. That was not an Avaidah, the Lava Avaidah, and therefore we don't mind that the blood goes up to their knees. By lechas evarim the kavas, by lechas dam. However, when they brought up the limbs, they brought up the blood. Mia hechi azli demaski atzti itztabi says Imar hechi azli. What do you mean? But there were other points in this avoid. There's blood everywhere. How do they do that? They're getting their clothing dirty. Says Imar demaski atztabi. They walked the top of platforms. They had some raised platforms on the floor of the mizbeach. They said so that the koyanim did not get dirty. Says Imar kitzan. So we concluded the case, including the story. Thailand, what would they do? They would hang up the garment basket, and they would do the shots of the skinning of it. Karu, they would rip it open by Tio, say Murun, they would take out the innards. Nasan, Bimagis, they put them in a bowl, Akdirim, to burn it on the Mizbeach. Atahu, Gufei, Havei, Maktalu, says Gemara. Was he the one himself? That had to do it. What do you mean? The Havshata was able to be done by Israel. The Haktara, the burning, had to be done by a coin. El, El says Gemara, you're right. To have it burnt, meaning because the person doing the Havshata is not necessarily the one doing the Haktara. So it means to have it burnt at the top of the Mizbech. Yatakatri Shaina says Gemara. Tanim, we learned in the Mishnah. They would take the Karma Vesach and put it in its hide. And they would throw it over their shoulder. They would throw, oops, I'm sorry, they would throw it over their shoulder, and then what? Amarav Ilish, Tayois, like an Arab merchant. What's going on over here? As Mepharshim explained, in order to show Hashivas to it, they would even degrade themselves. They would carry it in a degrading manner in order to show Hashivas for the act they are doing, show that Karbesach is so important, they're even willing to act like an Arab merchant. We finished the first parak of the second part of Psachim, and Amir Tzashem, we should conclude many more Brachim. Even more karbanas. I'm hoping by now things are slowly coming clear. Hajinalach, we should do a chazara, and we should continue learning together. Let's just do a aschala on the next Mishnah, even though it goes all the way into Amid Aleph. But let's just begin. Says the Mishnah, Elu Dvarim, these are the items of Pesach on the Pesach, Teichen is a Shabbos that push off the Shabbos. And this is this year, Mirza Shemit Shabina Gea, Erev Pesach Shachal Shabbos. So, which parts of the karban are pushing off Shabbos? Shechitasai, the slaughters, Rikasai, the sprinkling dummy of the blood. And the rinsing of the of the inner that they, they take off the intestines, they had to wash, they have to clean off all the waste products, and the burning of the fats. Avol, Tzliyasa, as we've seen already, but the roasting of the carbon bath of Adachas, Kravav, and the rinsing of the innards, Einan Deichen, it's a Shabbos. Those parts are not Deichen Shabbos. Harkavasai, carrying the animal to the base of Mikdash, Vavesa, Vichotz, Latcham, and bringing it from out to Latcham, Vachatichas, Yibilasai, cutting off a wart of the carbon bath, Ein Deichen Shabbos. That is not Deichen Shabbos. Revelezer, Aimer, Revelezer says these last three are yes, Deichen Shabbos, Deichen. We'll stop here in the middle of the Mishnah as tomorrow. We're going to have a lengthy discussion with Revelezer, the Chacham. I'm figuring off which items are yesterday, which items are not. We'll pick up from here tomorrow.